I would imagine most uh, most folks here this morning are familiar with um, the TV show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? I think we all do, yes. And, uh, you know, that uh, first uh, debuted in England in 1998, and since then it is now in, uh, seen in about a hundred different countries and, of course, in a multitude of languages. And so there are thousands of fortune-seeking contestants from, uh, you know, everywhere from the United States to India to Colombia to Japan, and, uh, you know, they of course, go on that show to try winning the coveted prize. And in the course of the game, all of them are asked a question. Is that your final answer? And should, of course, the contestant's final answer be wrong, the opportunity for becoming a millionaire is um, forfeited. Victory or defeat is decided in a heartbeat, and uh, all hopes, of course, hinge on uh, the response so that, to that all-important question, is that your final answer? And the questions of consequence lie also at the heart of uh, today's scriptural message, both Ezekiel and uh, Jesus in our gospel today, engage us by asking, is the Lord's way unfair? And what do you think of this case? And both of these questions are very much intended to involve us. To involve us as believers in a comparison of God's ways with our human ways. And both of these questions point to the fact that by God's mercy, human life is not defined by one question only, but by a series of questions that, you know, punctuate all of the moments of our days and nights. And each morning as the day begins anew, there are questions. You know, shall, shall I choose virtue or shall I turn from that virtue? Shall I do the right thing or shall I choose what I wish to be right? And these and many other questions, all of these turnings this way and that way, insists Ezekiel, are permitted by God. You know, we're human beings. We have choices that we are allowed to make by a God who loves us. And those who choose rightly are graced in their efforts to live accordingly. Those who choose wrongly are frighteningly free to do so. Nevertheless, when their turning takes them back towards God, their way homeward shall be generously graced. No no doubt about that. You know, we hear that tax collectors and prostitutes are ahead in the game, so to speak, because they've seen their wrong ways and have changed. They may have said no at first and then came around to saying yes to the Lord. You know, we are, we're cautioned here 
against falling into the habits of turning from God, lest in the end, when death finally brings us to that moment when we must give our final answer, we might have become immune to God's love and and God's grace-filled overtures to us. You know, it's out there constantly. God, you know, throwing out the the overtures to us, the the questions, you know, are you going to be my son or daughter? It's out there before us all the time, and we we have the opportunity to say yes or no. And today's gospel aptly illustrates that we are afforded the opportunity to change our mind with regards to life's significant and um, those less significant questions as well. You know, here, two sons are asked by their father to share his work in the vineyard. And one says yes and doesn't go. And his answer, though affirmative, results in a lie. And his final answer, his final choice, is to refuse his father. And after regretting his initial negative answer, the other son amends his will and his answer and his behavior, and his no becomes a yes. His final answer restores him to communion with his father. You know, I I rather love this first line in our first reading today. Thus says the Lord, you say the Lord's way is not fair. You know, in my life, uh, certainly before priesthood, and even into its earliest days, I, um, you know, when it came to the issue of stewardship, um, refused to cooperate. You know, I uh, thought that my money was my money, and my time was my time, etc., and uh, certainly my time in seminary softened me up a little bit, but didn't, you know, didn't quite win me over, rather hard nut the crack, so to speak. And then I became a pastor for the first time and uh, struggled with the situation there, and, um, you know, I, I had to find some way to, to change uh, the parish situation, and wasn't really thinking about changing what was up here or in here for myself. And I wound up having to do a lot of reading and certainly a lot of praying about stewardship as it was being practiced or not, I should say, in the context of that parish community. And, uh, and of course, I came to realize that I wasn't practicing it too well myself. And, uh, you know, so I said no at first, I guess you could say, and uh, came around in the course of time to very much saying yes. Um, You know, I I remember one time in the seminary, and perhaps I've shared this story with you before, not seminary, but after I had been a priest for a couple of years, and the archbishop gave us this generous raise of 1%, you know, and, and he said, now, don't forget, you know, you have to share that. And make certain that you do. Not just that, but, you know, everything that you're about. And um, that kind of 
hit home at the time, and uh, I keep trying to find ways to, to give it away. Um, you know, I, I certainly need to, to keep a little bit for myself. I've got a car payment. Uh, it's my understanding that many of you here think that my car comes from Bill the Lord, and I don't pay for it. Well, where's Bill? I'd like to ask him to do that, but... <laughs> But he doesn't. You know, I have to pay my own insurance. I have to pay for my own clothing and things like that. And so, you know, we all have those needs. And, uh, uh, but there's also a call from the Lord to, um, to say yes and to share who we are and what we are about. And we find ourselves in this September, of course, uh, each year talking about stewardship and uh, asking you to think about it and to pray about it. In uh, the pew today are some envelopes, and I would ask that everybody uh, grab hold of one of those. If they're not enough, if the ushers uh, could perhaps help, folks, uh, if you don't get an envelope, if you would raise your hand, and they'll bring one around. Um, We want to do a little bit of an exercise here this morning. This is Commitment Weekend. And as I said, over the past few weeks, uh, you've all been invited to reflect and, and pray and hopefully grow in your understanding of stewardship as a time, uh, sharing of your time and talent and, and treasure as well. And I, and I hope, I always hope, you know, again, there's that yes and no, that no and yes, that uh, you're thinking deeply about this uh, and you found these last few weeks to be an enlightening time. You know, we listened a few weeks ago to Dave Brandle, uh, Tom Carroll, Ryan McKenna sharing uh, some information about where we stood financially, uh, Ryan sharing his message of what happens in his family. Um, and I, I'm hopeful that by having those things shared with you, it has uh, drawn you deeper into a time of reflection, a time of prayer, time of uh, seeing that giving back to God in gratitude is very, very important. And our parish is called to do that. And we're especially hopeful that an increase in giving by all households, and I'm not just talking treasure here, but certainly time and talent as well, because I feel that 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 really is the more important piece as we try to grow our ministry here. Um, You know, it's important that we're sharing everything that we are about. Um, you know, when Dave and, and Tom shared the issues regards to where we were financially, there was a little bit of a, a pushback. People were thinking, well, Father, you're cutting this and you're cutting that in order to take care of the, uh, the debt. And the debt is very important. But those of you who know me know that my ministry is very much about feeding you. You know, we heard uh, a few moments ago some words about uh, shepherding. And, um, you know, my previous experience should help people to understand that what I am about here is growing ministry in our parish. We need to do that. We need to be taking care of one another in every way, shape, and form. But we also have to get a little bit of a balance here. And the debt is important as well. And I, I think we're getting there. I think we're at a point where we're servicing debt, and I'm hopeful we can start to, to maybe go back now and begin to grow that ministry. We need to do both. Uh, and an increase in everyone's giving is important to that. Now, this past week, uh, God in the Postal Service willing, he received a letter from me detailing um, uh, these and other goals of our stewardship initiative 
as well as a brochure suggesting levels of increasing your weekly giving. It uh, looked like this. Did everybody get this? I hope, I hope, I hope. Uh, So I'm hopeful that you did take some time with that. And today now we're asking you to make um, a commitment to increase giving uh, in a visible way by completing an intention card, and that is what is in that envelope. So you'll find, as I said, the cards in the pews. I'm hopeful that those have gotten to you by now. Uh, The ushers have extra, and I'd like you to remind uh, you that we do need an increase from everyone, as outlined in that mailing that came to you and uh, in the piece that is in that envelope. Um, so please open your envelope if you haven't done that already. should be an intention card and a pencil in there. And um, as I said, if you don't have one, raise your hand. The ushers will get them out to you. And I'm going to ask you to take a few moments now to fill out this intention card for your household and, and I do hope that husbands and wives have talked about this and you've drawn the kids into it as well. This is an intention card. It is not a legally binding document. And your intention card will be followed up this week with a commitment letter that you will receive. And by completing this intention card and indicating the level of weekly giving to which you are committed, you're, you're doing two things here. You're being specific about where these weeks of prayerful consideration have brought you in terms of your stewardship of treasure. And you are allowing St. Margaret of York to make informed plans for uh, the stewardship of our parish resources and uh, the services of our parish ministries. Um, You've heard me say it before, you know, I I believe that our children need to be taken care of. We have have a, a fantastic school we have, a, I believe, a, a, a very fantastic program and process for our PRP, our children who are not in the school here. But I believe that the more important piece of this is adult formation. And I don't think we do that too well right now. We don't have the money, really, to do it. So I'm hopeful that you know, we, we, are, we are moving towards that. So I would like to ask you right now to please complete the portion of the card that asks for your name and address. If you are currently receiving weekly offertory envelopes and you know the envelope number, please put that on there. And uh, your phone number, if you can do that. Maybe some of you have gotten ahead of me here. I saw somebody already seal their envelope, so uh, that's okay. That's good. And then I would like to draw your attention to the row of boxes along the bottom of the attention card. Please take a moment to to look at that, check the box that corresponds to uh, your new level of weekly giving, and if uh, those don't fit, there's a place on the end there to fill in the numbers. Take a few moments to do that. I have... uh, already completed mine. I don't know what it, oh, here it is. Um, You know, I feel as the pastor that I need to be supporting what happens here as well. And, uh, you know, I'm very intentioned about that each and every week. And, uh, you know, even when I'm, I don't do EFT. uh, Is that what it's called? Yeah. (laughs) But even when I'm not here, you know, I make sure that that uh, envelope from that week gets to where it needs to be. So if everyone has completed that, I would ask that uh, as the basket comes around, as it 
does. We're not going to do a second basket here, but as it comes around for the normal collection, if everyone would please place those in the basket. Um, and uh, I'm hopeful that this will take us to a, a new and, and different level and, again, allow us to add some ministry back and to increase that as well. Uh, everyone who submits a completed intention card today will receive a thank you letter. I think that that's very, very important to be doing. Over the next few weeks, those of you who have not yet responded will receive a series of reminder letters, so I ask that you try to respond today and, or, or quickly so that we're not spending all that extra postage. Uh, and that, of course, we will have weekly reminder announcements. Uh, you know, I, what I've seen here in our congregation is that we have a lot of folks who are attending Mass on Sunday, which is, as you know, I've said the most important thing we do. Sometimes it doesn't happen here. They're at St. Susanna's or St. Columban's because of conflict, so we have to kind of make announcements for several weeks in a row to, to catch everyone. Uh, I just ask that everyone please participate in this stewardship initiative. And um, I, I want to thank everyone who's helped over the last few weeks uh, and, uh, you know, in, in getting up and talking about our various issues. Um, and uh, those of you certainly who have shared in the mission of the parish as it has gone on over the years, uh, my great, great thanks to you. So uh, we will now take time to present our prayerful petitions to the Lord together. I would ask... Uh, that you join me as we've been doing these last few weeks as we close out that prayer, joining in our stewardship prayer. And um, that if you were not able to complete things today, that you please take the time to do that in this next week ahead. Thank you. <laughs> 